Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's Marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. This is Paris. Hey everyone, we're back with another episode of This is Paris. Today's guest is Holly Madison. So excited to have some fun girl talk. Yeah, I'm excited to find out because I feel like your story's obviously very different, but there are some weird similarities in kind of like the perceptions and you guys having to like show the world who you really were. So I'm really excited to find out about that. And then as a guy who grew up watching Girls Next Door, I, you know, I feel like everybody has questions about that. So, okay, well, you know, without further ado, I want to spend some time talking to her. Let's meet Holly Madison. Hey, guys. Hi. Hi, Holly. How are you? Good. How are you, honey? You look beautiful. Good. Thanks. So do you. Thank you. Pretty in pink. Thanks. I works. It's your color. I'm on theme. I love it. I love when people do that. <laughs> Brilliant fave. move, Holly. Brilliant move. <laughs> I actually want to know, uh, Holly, how did you and Paris first meet? Do you remember? You know, I think we first met way back, um, like in the early 2000s, just at, I don't remember which nightclub, but it was at some nightclub. I was there with Hep and the girls. And I remember Paris was like, one of the very few celebrities we would meet who would actually like say hi to the girls and not just Hef because most mm. other celebrities we'd meet would look at us like we were totally fucking weird and just like <laughs> ignore that we were even there. So I always thought you were the nicest, Paris. Oh, I always loved you girls and it was always so much fun going out with you guys and just 
Yeah, the 2000s were so much fun. Oh my God. Yeah, it was such a different time at the clubs and everything. Literally, like people don't even know what fun is anymore. That I don't even go out anymore because it's just depressing compared to like how it used to be back in the day. It is. It was so different when nobody had cameras or their phones out all the time. Mm-hmm. It definitely ruined the nightlife in Los Angeles for yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs> what was your first, you said that she was the first person to say hi to you. Did you have a first impression of Paris? Did her saying hi to you maybe change what you thought about Paris? Well, I didn't really have any preconceived notions because I think Paris, when we met you, it was like right before the simple life. Mm-hmm. So like, I'd heard your name around, like you were kind of known as like an heiress who would always go out, but I didn't really have like a preconceived notion because it was before the simple life and before everything really blew up. So I remember I knew your name because I saw your name mentioned in like a gossip column or something. And I remembered it just because your name is so pretty. (laughs) Like I love, I like, I love a unique name. So I didn't really have any preconceived notion before I just thought you were really pretty and really nice and kind of seemed like the girl who had everything. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I feel like a lot of people thought that about you. I mean, again, very different, maybe not the heiress thing, but I know so many people who, and I saw you on Call Her Daddy, same thing. She looked up to you so much, uh, the host of that show. And so many girls, I think, looked up to both of you guys in uh, probably like the best ways of, you know, just kind of, powerful women was that is that weird for you to have like people who say like oh i looked up to you that entire time do you love it do you like the kind of like guidance you were able to give i love meeting people and talking to people whether it's on social media or in real life who love the show and found it really interesting and would have like loved to live that life. But I also think in my case, it's important to know that that life wasn't (laughs) just what you saw on TV. There was a lot of downsides that came with it as well. So I think that's important for people to know, but I do love meeting people who saw like the fun side and saw the good times that we did have. It's really nice to connect over that. So it's just, it's just interesting how nothing really is what it seems Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Reading some of your book kind of gave a, a big enlightenment there. But before we get into that, uh, you and Paris met at the, some nightclub. Do you have any favorite memories together? Did you see each other a lot after that? We didn't really like hang out or anything. Paris would just always come over and say hi and be really nice. And we'd always see you at the parties at the mansion and stuff. And we just always thought you were a really nice, friendly person and really pretty. And then it wasn't long after that, that you got the simple life and everything blew up. And I always really looked up to you um, as far as like a reality show star, because you really did it in the biggest way and did it in a way where you really like maximized your business potential off of it. So when I got to be on a reality show too, you were always somebody that I looked up to as far as like what could be possible. Thank you. And I'm so proud of you and everything you've done. I loved your show. I love that your residency in Vegas. That was so amazing. Was that hard to do? I can't imagine having to do a show all the time in Vegas live. Like, oh, sounds like so nerve wracking. Yeah, it was definitely a strict schedule, but the show was so much fun. Like it was exactly the type of show I wanted to do. Like 
I'd been in love with burlesque ever since I'd seen Dita Von Teese perform like years earlier. And I'd always wanted to do something like that. And Peep Show was kind of like the last big budget burlesque show that ever existed in Vegas. So I feel really fortunate to be a part of it. And the cast was so fun and amazing. And I think sometimes the biggest challenge for me was just to like keep a straight face on stage because we had so much fun together that sometimes I couldn't even get my lines out without <laughs> laughing. And I would like hear from like the producer and the, like, the directors in New York, like Holly, you need to stop laughing. But I'm like, I'm just having too much fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best feeling. I love that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But I mean, the work schedule was pretty intense because it's like six nights a week and sometimes you're doing more than one show. So I remember at the time thinking, oh, it would be nice to have more time off so I could travel and like actually enjoy some of this money I'm making and things like that. But it's really like I have no complaints. It was just such a fun show and such an amazing thing to be a part of. And it was exactly what I wanted to be doing. I love That's that. great. Speaking of the money, I heard a crazy rumor that you didn't make any money the first time you were on Girls Next Door. No, like, we weren't paid. They e ordered eight episodes initially, and they later added more to season one. And we weren't paid for the first order of shows. And at the time, I didn't even question it because I'd been living at the mansion for like three or four years. And I had just, it was a really weird, controlling, weird relationship. And I just had got to the point where I was so conditioned, I wasn't even gonna like, rock the boat or like ask for anything. I was just like grateful for the opportunity. And I thought maybe if we got to be on a reality show, maybe we could do like a really cool magazine pictorial or something. Like I didn't really have high expectations, but Bridget and Kendra were asking, you know, why are we not getting paid? And the producer would always get really mad. And he would just say, you guys are totally replaceable. We don't need to pay you. You're living here rent-free, which wasn't really rent-free. Like we had a lot of obligations and things, but he was like, yeah, you're replaceable. We're not going to pay you. And it wasn't until I was talking to Hef's secretary, Mary O'Connor, and you know, you want to look cute for the show. So you're buying clothes. It wasn't anything crazy. Like I wasn't even like spending a lot of money on designer clothes or anything, but you'd want to buy clothes for the scenes or you'd want to buy things for certain scenes. So at one point after we shot about four or five episodes, I showed her my receipts and I'm like, you know, we're spending money to be on the show. And she was like, okay, this isn't right. So finally she got on the phone with somebody and we ended up getting paid, but for, yeah, those first set of episodes we didn't get paid for, which is just weird. Like it's not industry industry standard. It's not what it, how anybody else would be treated on a show. So it was just strange because we were kind of treated like children in a way, almost like the way people will like put their kids on YouTube and not even think about it. It's just like mm. you go here and you're my kids. So you're going to be a part of this. It was just assumed that we would be part of whatever Hef wanted to do. So it was really weird that way. Speaking of kids, I love your kids' names, Rainbow and Forest. Thank you. That is so Thank cool. Thank you so much. Yeah, I used to, when I was a little kid, or not little kid, I think it was like in sixth grade, there was a girl like two grades younger than me, and her name was Rainbow. And I was so jealous of that <laughs> name. I wished it was my name. And I never thought of like having it be my future kid's name. I kind of forgot all about it until I was pregnant. And then the name dropped in my head. Because they say from a spiritual perspective, like, you really name yourself like the parents think they're naming the kid, but it's really like the sorry, I'm getting like way out there, but it's really like the kid's spirit, like putting the name in. Yes. But I totally believe that with Rainbow. And then Forest, I actually wanted to name my son Dragon, but that got vetoed <laughs> because my ex husband wanted to name the kid after one of his friends, but I 
so love the name. It so fits him. It goes with rainbow. And I just love trees so much. And like, I grew up in the forest in Alaska, so it's really the perfect name. So I'm not mad about it, but does yeah. he have like a nickname or you just say forest always? Usually forest. Sometimes we call him Fofo or Fosito or <laughs> I mean, we have all kinds of a million dumb nicknames. And rainbow too? Forest. Is she like bo- yeah. bow sometimes or rainier? <laughs> Yeah, Rainbito. It just like it gets it goes all kind of crazy places. But she doesn't really have a short name. I think when I first named her, people were like, Oh, are you gonna call her Rain? Like they're trying to get me to make it more known. I'm like, no, but the cool thing about Southern California is that every kid has a weird name, or most of yeah. them. <laughs> like all the, you know, preschools and stuff that my daughter's been in, like everybody's just loved her name. And a lot of the other kids in the class have unusual names too. So it's not like like I remember when it was announced I was naming her that I got all this hate on social media and they're like, You're abusing your kid because you're giving her a weird name. <laughs> like, and I felt kind of bad for a minute because sometimes when you hear so much hate you start to question you're like wait did I really make a bad choice but it's worked out great like it's not a weird thing out here so I love it (laughs) I love it so much yeah everybody's saying rainbow's a weird name is living in Nebraska and there's 25 people named John in every classroom so yeah (laughs) it's like rainbow bright she is such an icon yeah (laughs) yeah I love this is Paris Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats 
even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Paris, do you have your baby names picked out? Yes. Um, London, Marilyn is going to be my girl because I so love cute. that. Obviously with London and then Marilyn was my grandmother's name and I love Marilyn Monroe. And then the boy, I, I'm not saying yet. It's a surprise. It's such That's a good exciting. name. exciting. I know it'll be something good. Yeah, it's really good. It's another like city but I can't say Ooh, who because cool. I'm scared like someone's going to be pregnant and have a baby and they're going to like steal my name. Yeah, <laughs> you don't want that. <laughs> yes. But, that um, would happen too to you, unfortunately, is there'd be like between now and the time your son was born, there'd be like 280 kids named the exact same unique thing. Seriously. So probably smart you're keeping it a secret. Maybe you'll tell us after the show. Yeah. Yeah, um, you'll be the first. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, there... I feel like, again, like I said earlier, you and Paris both had this perception about you that you kind of had to break. Paris had This Is Paris, uh, the documentary come out. Um, did you get a chance? Have you seen the Paris documentary, Holly? Absolutely. I loved it. And I love that you are brave enough to tell your story, Paris. I think that's so amazing. And I know it must have been hard, but it, obviously you've helped so many people. And I love seeing you go in that direction and changing laws and all that stuff. That's so amazing. But Alexandra, who directed your doc documentary, I loved it so much. That was the one of the reasons I participated in the Secrets of Playboy series that they did on A&E because she directed that as well. So that was why I agreed to talk to her. And we had so many wow. interesting conversations and that I really, in a way, didn't want to do just because I felt like I already told my story in my book. And sometimes, you know, when you go through something that's kind of traumatic to you, you, when you talk about it publicly, that's like trauma part two. You don't want to do it again. You don't want to like hear all the backlash from other people. And I'd already written about it. So I was like, okay, well, that story's done. You know, you can refer to the book or whatever, even though I was having like some great conversations with Alexandra, but I ended up deciding to do it because there were so many other women coming forward with their stories. 
And I wanted to be supportive of that because I know what it's like to come forward and not have anybody back you up, even though, you know, there's people out there who could like nobody Mm. says anything. So, um, but I still, you know, it ended up being a 12 part series and I still never watched my episode. My episode was the second one. And I watched every episode, but (laughs) mine, because I just like, I don't want to watch myself talk about it, Mm. but yeah. She's an amazing director and just brilliant and so kind and just you feel like you can open up to her because I'd never told anyone about what I went through and she was like the first person that I opened up to about that and ever since I told my story it's been the most healing experience of my life and I feel like it's changed my life and I feel like such a different person and I don't think that I would be like how I am today I don't think I'd be married today I don't think I would let love in or anything if I hadn't have like taken away that trauma and broke down those walls that I had like built up so high for so long yeah and just seeing how many people relate to your story it's really amazing thank you honey. did you have a similar healing experience watching i know you didn't watch your own episode but <laughs> doing the book doing the show and then watching everyone else's episode do you feel like you got some type of closure or, or you know moving past it at all for a while, no, because when the show was airing, you know, it was a 12 part series once a week. It wasn't like a binge thing. So for those 12 weeks, I was having nightmares. Like every week I would watch an episode and I would have a nightmare that night. But it, it is really important, I think, for me to understand that there's other people. I mean, I knew there were other people that went through what I went through for sure. But just hearing other people say it publicly, I think, was important for me to hear. And it was helpful, you know. I mean, I have mixed feelings about it because I feel like I know it must have been so hard for them to speak. So I kind of feel for them there too. But it is helpful for me to hear other people say publicly that they went through similar things for sure. Yeah. Well, now your book is being adapted into a series. Yeah. Which I hope you don't have any more nightmares as this thing goes on. <laughs> I hopefully I'm over that. <laughs> yeah. So... I before I start asking you about uh, crazy stories from the mansion, which I feel like everybody kind of wants to know, <laughs> how's development going on the series? Is it uh, what you expected? Is it crazy? Well, I've never done anything like this before, so I don't really have any expectations. But it's really exciting because Samara Weaving is playing me, and I was so excited to hear that she had signed on. I was just blown away. You know, she's so beautiful and so talented. And I don't even know if they've announced the director yet, but the director we have on board is amazing. You know, the production team I've been working with since they optioned this years ago from day one has been amazing. And I know they're the right people to tell the story and it's been picked up. I can't say which network slash streaming service it is because they haven't announced it yet, but it's the one I wanted. So I'm so excited. I just can't wait. You know, the director, when we were doing the pitches, she made like a whole vision board deck for the whole thing of what she wants the show to look like. And I was just blown away by it. Cause I'm like, if I wasn't, invo- I mean, I do want to watch it, but even if I wasn't involved, like I would want to watch this. So exciting. It's amazing. Okay. Before we get to the slipping questions, <laughs> I want to know, I mean, again, I think I was like that perfect age to just like imagine the parties at the playboy mansion. I know that there's, there's the darker stuff and there's everything, but what are fun things that you remember? Like in Paris, you too, because you went to so many parties uh, there. Is there any fun, crazy stories from those days? Yeah, I had a lot of fun times just, you know, celebrating 
you know, holidays and, you know, doing things with Bridget and some of the other playmates I was friends with. And once we started filming for the show, things got a lot more positive and there were a lot more fun things to do. And we felt a lot more empowered and there were a lot of good times and a lot of fun times along with the bad times. And, you know, the parties were interesting because people always want to hear like the super crazy, like, Oh, what did you see? Like, who did you see in the grotto and things like that? But because I was there with Hep, I was kind of supposed to sit, you know, at the table with him or like be on the dance floor nearby. And you would never think this, but guests want to behave in front of Hef more than like misbehave because they want to be invited mm. back and they don't want to like do anything weird or crazy in front of him. So he would kind of go upstairs early and we were all supposed to go upstairs to early being like, I don't know, one in the morning or something. And I heard from other people that stuff would get really crazy after he went upstairs. That was <laughs> people just went buck wild because they weren't really like afraid of getting in trouble. <laughs> so like you could go in the grotto and see like all kinds of crazy shit go down. Could I cuss on this? Podcast? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And you know, I would hear funny stories about certain people. <laughs> just, But as far as like celebrities and stuff, we would have some big names come, but it got to the point by the time I moved in there where people were kind of wise to the fact that like Playboy would take a lot of pictures and like video and like put it out to the news the next day. So when we had bigger name celebrities, sometimes they would come like in disguise or like in Halloween in like a mask or something. So you'd hear about somebody, a playmate would be like, oh, we were hanging out with these guys. They were really cool and they were in masks. And we didn't know who they were. And at the end of the night, they were just like, oh, it was really fun hanging out with you. And they took off their masks and it was like Leonardo DiCaprio and Toby Maguire <laughs> or something. So it's always his move. He always, they always have the crazy masks on always. <laughs> they love yeah. it for Halloween. That's funny. And Paris, what about you? Crazy memories from the mansion? Oh my God. Just so many. Like back in the day before it became like all corporate and like they started selling tickets. Oh, when they sold tickets, it oh, completely it ruined changed, it. right? It was so wild. After yeah, that. and that was around the same time everybody started getting camera phones. So you like you can't move without oh, God. Being, can I take a picture? Can I take a picture? But before <laughs> that, you weren't allowed to bring any cameras. Yes. You'd get kicked out, your camera would get confiscated. So it really felt like this kind of oasis where people could go, like celebrities or anybody could go, and nobody was gonna bother anybody for a picture. Like there would be like the Playboy house photographer that would like take pictures for half or whatever, but it was totally a different world. Completely. Anyway, keep going. I totally cut you no, off. No, <laughs> that's so true. Like it literally, like again, like social media ruined the clubs. It also ruined the mansion because, yeah. like before, no one had a camera. Everyone was just having the time of their lives. The Halloween parties were out of control. It was so much fun. This the haunted house, so scary, so good. Everyone's yeah. costumes. Everyone looks so sexy. It was like this fantasy world that you would just go for Halloween, and I just the midsummer's night dream part. I just loved dressing up because it's like, I felt like you could just be as sexy as possible there. And like, you couldn't really get away with that at like other parties. <laughs> Absolutely. It was such a good excuse to dress up because I love dressing up. And back then, like cosplay wasn't really a thing and people weren't getting like dressed up for social media or anything. So it was kind of this out of the box thing to do. And kind of the only place you could go to get a custom costume was trashy lingerie. Yes. Like this was back before they even made like the leg Avenue costumes in the bag, really. So it was mm. just such a great opportunity to just dress up and like design a costume that was out of the box. Oh, so much fun. I, I still go to trashy lingerie. I love it. 
They're just yes, I love it there. It's I love. so iconic. I'll be so sad if it ever closes. I like know. it can't. Ever close. Well, it's a family business, and I feel like they've been there so long. I've been going there since I'm like a teenager. It's the same people. Yeah, it's crazy. They're so sweet. And our pictures are all over. I just look on yeah, the walls. I love that collage. There's collages <laughs> of like me, you, and just like all the hot girls and like our outfits. Yeah. Oh my god! I feel like you two must have inspired lots of costumes too. At I'm this sure. point. <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. This is Paris. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 
Anytime I hear you say sliving, I think of your spices in your kitchen. It was on like your YouTube yes. or something. That is so cute. My sliving spices. <laughs> <laughs> what is your spirit animal and why? I think my spirit animal is probably a crow because I feel like they always show up when I have some kind of question in my life and it always seems like a sign and there's always like crows around my house and I just love like their kind of creepy Halloween vibe. I love it. That's the, you're the first <laughs> she person loves to Halloween say crows, like me by the way. Really? Up. What is that? Crows? Crows. The first person to say crows. Like everybody else is... Like, I feel like dog or dolphin, uh, Paris is unicorn, which makes perfect sense. I love unicorns. Yes. Yeah. Crows is a good, crow is such a weird spirit animal, but it makes so much sense and it's fantastic. Well, I have my house in LA is like this old storybook house and it looks like a little witch's cottage and there's always crows around it. And I just think it's like the perfect compliment to that house. It's like that little Halloween vibe. Yes. That's great. <laughs> I love Halloween. Okay. Next sliv is, what is the worst date that you've ever been on and why? The worst date, I think probably the most embarrassing date I've ever been on was like 12 years ago or something. I was in LA and we were like out at a dinner somewhere and I'd had too much to drink and we were driving somewhere and I had to make the guy pull over so I could puke out the side of the car. Like that's just... <sighs> brutal my worst one <laughs> never a fun date moment when you have to throw up in front of them it's embarrassing yeah that was you know never went back <laughs> are you single are you dating now or are you in a relationship yeah i have a boyfriend i've had for three years now oh nice yeah. so you guys going on cute dates still or is it yeah no we go on and... cute dates i mean especially since you know covid we like weren't going anywhere for so long so now even just going out to eat feels so novel still <laughs> mm -hmm. that's great i know yeah. it's so weird how the pandemic just like changed everything so much i know so much <sighs> but i love being home too now it's nice especially if someone to spend it with that you like oh absolutely mm -hmm. <laughs> um okay what is the craziest rumor that you've ever heard about yourself? That I'm an MK Ultra beta slave. <laughs> I've heard that about me <laughs> Have too. Have you heard of those? They said that about me too. Like, um, what does that even mean? They keep saying like you're MK Ultra. I'm like, what is that? On my Twitter. It's like supposedly <laughs> the CIA was like doing these mind control experiments on people so they could, you know, kind of like a Manchurian candidate so they could control people to do certain. Yeah. And then they have like the sex kitten version of that, which is like the beta slave. I just did like a TikTok reacting to some weird video somebody made about it. I'm like, who even made this? Saying I'm a slave. And yeah, they say you're one too, Paris. Yes. <laughs> Monarch programming. <laughs> I want to be an MK Ultra beta slave. I feel like I'm the only one missing out. Sounds I don't know great. if men are. I think it's just girls. I could be wrong though. It's so crazy. Well, if you guys are what MK Ultra beta slaves are, more of them. Let's <laughs> fill the world with them. <laughs> Oh my God. Okay. Next is, hmm. do you believe in ghosts? Absolutely. No, I live in a haunted house. I'm obsessed with ghosts and anything haunted. Like anytime I travel, I always want to go to the haunted places or stay in the haunted hotel. Well, and you live in a haunted house? 
I do. I haven't had a lot of activity lately, but during the pandemic, it was really bad. Like I would be asleep and my door would be like latched shut and it would bang open in the middle of the night. Or I always keep all my doors locked. You know, I'm really paranoid about like home security and everything. So I'll have like two deadbolts and then I'll leave the room and come back and the door is like undeadbolted from the inside open and I'm the only one home. Or like, I'll have somebody come behind somebody (laughs) or I'll like have a voice come behind me when I'm like sitting here in my kitchen and I'll like hear somebody go hello. And it is the scariest thing because I always, I don't think it's a ghost right away. I always think it's like a home invader and I'm like, oh, the fuck, how does somebody get in? And I always feel like I'm going to have to fight for my life if somebody gets into my house. So that's immediately the mode I go into. So anytime something like that happens and luckily it hasn't happened in like the last year or so. But my adrenaline is just wrecked for the rest of the day. Like, I can't come down off of it. Oh, my God. That sounds Jesus terrifying. Christ. It's so crazy. Do you know yeah. who it is? Like, did you see the history of your house? Like, someone who died there or something? Or is just, like, a ghost that's obsessed with you that just, like, followed you home? <laughs> I can't really pinpoint, like, who the ghost actually is. But they have done research into, like, the history of my house and who it possibly could be. Like, maybe a previous owner or something. Um, they did an episode of ghost adventures on it. So they kind of like went in depth and like did some experiments and like saw some weird stuff on camera and got some weird, like EVP voice recording. <gasps> Hold on. What's uh, it called? Ghost it. adventures. Yeah. It's my boyfriend's show. Oh it's my on God. Discovery plus. Where's it on? Oh. Discovery plus. Okay. I'm watching that episode. That sounds yeah, so interesting. So <laughs> I hope they interviewed the crows. I feel like the crows would know. <laughs> I know. I wish we, I wish I could talk to a crow. <laughs> <laughs> um, who's your childhood celebrity crush and your current celebrity crush? You know what? My childhood celebrity crush, the very first one is so embarrassing. It was Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> and I have no idea why. I just remember being super little and like watching Pee Wee's Playhouse. And I think I just thought that like everything he had going on in like his playhouse was so cool. And I've noticed too, even as an adult, like I'm really only attracted to like guys who like create their own worlds and like kind of have their own like thing going on. And I think that was inspired by Pee Wee. <laughs> yes. Wow. And current celebrity crush. I don't know. I only like my boyfriend. So I'm just going to like lead the fifth, except I think the Mandalorian is kind of hot. The Mandalorian, like the character with the mask on. Yeah. You like him with the mask on, not the actor. No, I mean, the actor's cute too, but like, I like the Mandalorian character because he's like very mysterious and like self-sufficient and tough. And he always like, he has baby Yoda. He's so cute. So he's a uh-huh. good father figure as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's such a safe answer it to is. go with a fictional character. Yeah. Paris, moving forward, when people ask you, you can just say like Bugs Bunny or whoever's fictional. Yeah. I always say I'm like my, my boyfriend, my husband now, but I always say yeah. that answer because they get mad if they hear it. And they're like, oh, thanks. And then if you're ever in the room with that person you said that you think is hot, they're going to be like, you cannot talk to them. You cannot look at them. I know. It's so awkward. <laughs> Oh my God. So funny. Um, what is your life slogan? My life slogan. I don't really have a slogan, but I wrote, cause I love ghosts and stuff in my Instagram bio. It says future ghost. <laughs> I think of myself like coming back and haunting people or like being a spirit guide. That. That's cute. That's great. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Do you think you'll be a nice ghost or like you're going to haunt some of the people that harmed you? No, I think I would be, I think I would haunt people who are like interested in the paranormal and just kind of have fun with them and kind of give them what they're looking for. I think mm. that'd be fun. 
<laughs> yes. It'd be funny if, if your boyfriend was doing his show and you were hit the ghost and your boyfriend was just like, why is this ghost so hot? This ghost, I just feel like is a smoke show. No, if I were like to die young or something, I would totally haunt him. Like he would never have a moment's peace. <laughs> <laughs> like she's in every single episode now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That's yeah, cute. Great. Um, I think last one. Last sliv is, um, let's see. What's the perfect date for you? The perfect date, I think would be just like exploring like just an interesting like abandoned place (laughs) (laughs) to find ghosts (laughs) no i love exploring like abandoned weird creepy places like one of my favorite places in la is the old zoo at griffith park have you ever been there? No, I bet when I was little, what what is it like? It's abandoned. Well, there's it's not it's not the zoo now. It's like they used to have a zoo like back in like the 1920s there, and it's it's kind of sad because like the cages are really small and stuff. Oh, I've never been there. Then abandoned and creepy and like. <laughs> so this it's is like, like Paris's least no, favorite. I'm thinking date of idea San Diego ever. Zoo. Okay, I've been there. So this is like just a place you go and it's all empty cages. Yeah, it's just, um, it's in Griffith Park. So it's just, um, you can like hike around there or there's like a kid's play area kind of nearby. And there's like a lot of graffiti and stuff. And I love that look. I think it's really pretty. So yeah, it's just like a creepy vibe. And that's where they do. Have you ever been on the Haunted Hayride? Uh, Mm -hmm. Yes, I love that. They go by there. Like they deck it out for Halloween. Like they go through the old zoo and stuff. Got it. Okay. 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 Well, I hope uh, your boyfriend of three years is listening to this and has an idea for uh, whatever your your boy's birthdays are coming up, right? Your children's birthdays. Yeah, my son's birthday is actually in a couple weeks. So great. Haunted Zoo right here we come. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I love well, it. Th- thank you so much for talking to us, Holly. Thanks it's... for having me. This is fun. Thank you. Yeah. You look so beautiful. Like Barbie. Thank you, so do you. Thank you, gorgeous. <laughs> I'm so happy yeah, to see you. And again, him. if you guys want to read uh, Holly's book, do it. It is so interesting and fantastic. And I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, the series when it comes out. Thank you. I'm excited about it too. Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Uh, and then you guys listening, make sure to head to our Instagram. Uh, follow us there for more. Paris, I'll talk to you later. Yes. Thank you, Holly. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Bye, honey. Bye. You too. Bye. Yes. Thanks for listening to This Is Paris. We love hearing from you. So leave us a review. Send an email to paris at iheartradio.com. Leave a voicemail at 833-87-PARIS. And follow us at This Is Paris Podcast. Bye, babes. Follow Paris at Paris Hilton and follow Hunter March, host of E's Nightly Pop at Hunter March. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, 
or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.